Before we get started on this episode of Badassery Podcast, I'd like to go ahead and talk to you a little bit about the platform that made this all possible, and that's Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I'm definitely speaking from experience here because more than anything, I am a writing and print gal as opposed to an audio and video gal. So when I was looking for platforms to host my podcast, I turned to Anchor for its ease of use and ability to have all of the tools all in one place. So even if you don't have, let's say, the Adobe software or any other audio software, you can use the creation tools within the program to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So you can be commuting, flying, out of your house, anything, and you can still produce a quality podcast. And Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other platform that you choose to listen to your podcasts on. What's more is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you're anything like me and just starting out, you can use a podcast as maybe an additional revenue stream without having to wait for millions of people to listen to it. So all in all, it's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So to get started, go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What's up? Welcome back to Badassery Podcast, your go-to podcast for tips and tricks on how to be your most badass self and the people who are doing it. I'm your host, Alexa. So I hope everyone's having a really good day so far. I um another Monday because I typically like to record these on Monday and it's just been snowing here like crazy. Last week we had snow Monday going into Tuesday and then again Thursday going into Friday and then again on Sunday, so yesterday, and then tonight into tomorrow. So it's just too much for me. I mean, granted, yes, it's winter. In Colorado, we don't typically get that much snow in such a short amount of time. I feel like we're in Canada or something. So it's been kind of a damper. It's pretty to look at, but it's not great to like drive in and stuff. You have to be really, really careful because not only the roads are icy, they're typically packed down. So trying to make turns and stuff, you can easily swerve out. And so there's always like a huge number of car accidents that happen. So if you are listening and you are in Colorado, please be safe. We don't need you to end up in the hospital right now. But yeah, so I'm kind of just waiting for the weather to warm up a little bit back to the typical 50 degree Colorado days that we usually have here. So I've had a lot of time indoors. It's been good end of the week. I know I talked about something super exciting, still waiting to hear back on it. So stay tuned. I did have another cycle class today. I feel like I absolutely killed it this time. It felt really good. Like last week, I had only gone on Wednesday. And I wanted to go Friday, but it ended up getting canceled because of the weather. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come back. I'm going to kill it this week. Um, I'm a little ambitious and I'm going to go today, tomorrow, and Wednesday as of my plan right now. We'll see if I actually hold to it. I just, you know, want to burn a bunch of calories and sweat it all out before I head to Chicago for my Greek end here at the end of the week. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm actually coming to you live from my bed right now. Not necessarily under the covers, but just sitting on the bed. It just kind of that kind of night, you know, you just want to 
cozy up with a blanket, you know, watch the snow coming out outside, maybe drinking some tea. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna sit and do this for my bed. Definitely was a good choice so far. But yeah, like I said, I'm going to Chicago, so I'm looking forward to that this weekend. I leave on Thursday and my conference that I'm going to starts on Friday. I've never been to Chicago before, so I just wanted a little bit of time to sightsee, see some things that I've wanted to see. You know, the Art Institute of Chicago has been on my list. I'm a big art history fan and love it. So I'm really looking forward to going to see that. I really want to go see The Bean. Again, super tourist attraction, but you gotta see it if you're in Chicago, right? And then the Sky Tower. And for those of you who don't know, it's the tower in Chicago where it kind of has that clear floor and you can see down below. Always wanted to do something like that. So I'm excited and of course to eat all the deep dish and maybe some Portillo's if I get my hands on it while I'm there. But I'm just excited to like, you know, have another weekend with the Greeks. Um, I've mentioned the Long Beach Conference a couple times so far on the podcast. Similar idea, you know, except it's in Chicago this time. I think they're expecting like 400-ish people to come. So it should be good. I should, you know, reconnect with some of the people I met in Long Beach and maybe even people from my past because I did a lot of church camps and stuff growing up. So I do know a lot of people from around the country. Um, so it's always fun to see them and be like, hey, you know, how's it going? Like, how's your life? So I'm excited about that. So it should be good, but I have heck of a lot of things to do before I get to Chicago, including obviously recording this podcast, editing the podcast so it's ready to go up on Tuesday because I do get back like Monday afternoon, but I don't want to have to like edit and do all that stuff Monday night. Of course, I have work stuff I'm trying to catch up on, household things. I always like to leave, no matter what period of time, I always like to leave a clean house. So I gotta, you know, clean, do some laundry, all the typical things. But yeah, it should be a lot of fun, even though it will be freezing in Chicago. I think I'll escape the snow, which I'm at least thankful for because after this last week, I've had enough snow for a while. So anyway, that's kind of, you know, where I'm at right now. Let's kind of get into the topic of this episode, which is hustle culture. And there is a lot to say about hustle culture. So that's why I kind of thought it would be a really good episode for the podcast. I was actually inspired to do it by Brooke Michio. She's a YouTuber and everything. I think I've mentioned her before. Uh, she and Danielle Carolyn have a podcast, Gals on the Go, that I absolutely love. But I was watching a Get Ready With Me video from her a couple hours before I sat down to do this podcast. And she talked about the whole idea of hustle culture on our podcast. Or not our podcast, excuse me, her YouTube video. And she was talking about the whole concept and it kind of just inspired me to kind of just do it for this episode. Totally, I think, relates to what this podcast is all about. And I feel like a lot of us who are in our 20s are especially feeling hustle culture. So I think it would be kind of good to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly with it. So without further ado, let's get into hustle culture. So according to Google... Hustle culture is defined as constantly working, devoting as much of your day as possible to work, aka hustling. There's no time out or time in at work. Work is done at the office, outside the office, at home, at coffee shops, anywhere. I will be the first to admit that I constantly, constantly fall into the trap of this. Like, for example, today I got up, I went straight to work, straight to work out. Now I'm home working on this podcast and I probably will be 
until I go to bed, to be completely honest. Lately, a lot of my days are kind of like this, whether it's, you know, working at my day job, working on my blog, working on schoolwork, working on my podcast, or working on my business. I'm always constantly working on something, which is not a bad thing, but it kind of just leaves me little room to do anything else. So I have my days very structured in terms of what I'm doing when and how I'm blocking my time and things like that because I do want to balance everything and get everything done, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it does become a bad thing when I start feeling guilty about it. For example, yesterday I had to edit last week's podcast and I totally put it off in favor of watching a movie. I ended up watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is fantastic film by the way brad pitt totally deserved his oscar award for that film i ended up taking a nap i then binged gossip girl because i just wanted to relax and i kept thinking to myself okay i'll get it done later i have you know x amount of hours before i'm gonna go to bed i can get it done i can get it done did not end up getting it done so then i ended up spending time worrying about the work i wasn't doing even though I was trying to relax and be totally justified. And that I feel like is the problem I end up falling into. It was just the whole guilt factor of kind of overworking myself. I'm like sitting watching an episode of TV, but I could be doing this or I could be running errands or I could be working on a project or I could be doing something other than just relaxing and just enjoying time with myself with other people things like that i'm always like okay i should be working i should be grinding i should be doing this and it's such a dangerous behavior and that's another reason i kind of wanted to talk about this on this podcast because i totally fall into that trap i totally am a hustler like i feel like i've been hustling since college to be honest because i feel like a lot of us enter college with the whole mentality of okay, these four years are going to make or break our life essentially and how we kind of get started with everything. And I don't know, I kind of fell into that trap. Um, I mean, even in high school, I was and going into college. I feel like applied for this scholarship for the Rocky Mountain Collegian and ended up getting the scholarship. And, you know, it was totally like merit-based and everything. So I feel like it had, it kind of made me want to work harder in terms of what you know i was producing what i was doing and just to kind of prove myself okay i totally deserve to be here and it kind of just evolved like my freshman year i was just a staff writer and then i was a blogs editor my sophomore year and then junior year i ended up being the editor-in-chief of the magazine which i feel like is a lot younger well not a lot but like a year younger than typically editors-in-chief are. A lot of editors-in-chief, at least at the collegiate level, are typically like in their senior year of college. And so for me, I just kind of felt like, okay, I need to like keep hustling, keep doing this, keep proving myself, getting that experience. And in addition to the magazine, I also was doing internships. So one summer I ended up doing two internships at the same time. Thankfully there wasn't like a conflict of interest or anything. But it was a lot. So it was like every day I was working on these internships and whatnot just so I could have it on my resume. So when I did get to my end of senior year, my last semester, I 
could start applying for jobs. So that was a lot. Like, you know, I still had a lot of fun in college. Like I totally balanced it out, but it was just a lot. Like I felt like I was doing a lot more than, you know, some of my peers were. But at the same time, I also felt like I was doing less than some of my peers. Like I knew a lot of people who were getting too involved with too many different things. Like they were like, oh, I'm going to be in five different clubs or something. Or I knew somebody who had to step down from like a position because he wanted to be a, a president or um, an executive for another club. And so for me, there's also that downside of becoming too involved with what you're doing. You don't want to become too involved to the point where you can't focus on one thing really well because you're constantly juggling too many things. So that's kind of how I felt in college. Like I really focused on like, I think it was like two things in addition to internships. So the one was the magazine and the other was the fashion report, which was a student run fashion magazine. And once I became more involved with College Avenue, which was the magazine I ended up being the editor in chief of, I had to step down from fashion report and I felt so bad about it because Two of my friends were the ones who were co-editors-in-chief of it. And so I just remember having to make that, like, heartbreaking phone call to my friend. I was like, hey, you know, I can't be this editing position anymore because I have to focus on this. And it sucks, you know? Like, when you essentially hustle too much and you can't do the things that you really love. So that's kind of, like, my story a little bit. But now that I'm in my 20s, I feel like 20s are really your hustle years. Like, the more you get into your 20s, like, I'm 25 right now, the more time is spent really hustling. Because for me right now, you want to, like, prove yourself that you are, like, doing really well in your career. You want to get a promotion. You want to basically kick ass and take names at your job. In addition to maybe starting your own side business or your, or starting a passion project or whether it's volunteering, going to get your graduate degree. So you're trying to differentiate yourself. You're trying to set yourself up for future success. So I feel like a lot of that time is spent hustling. And for me, it's no exception. Like I've spent a lot of time with work, a lot of time building my business. And now with these passion projects and then going back to school, it's a lot. And you know, sometimes it's really hard to balance everything and do everything at 100% capacity. And while this type of thing can be a good thing, it kind of leaves you no time for play. And as you guys have probably figured out by now, I'm all about the balance. So if you're spending from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, just constantly working, what time does that leave you for like seeing friends or working on something you're passionate about or just even to relax? So when you're hustling, you're not cultivating these relationships and it's the one aspect of your life that the most people end up regretting when they get to be in their old age there's so many people where it's like you know they don't regret not working more hours they regret not going to their kids sporting events or you know not helping their kid out with a school project or something like that whatever it may be and it doesn't leave you time to work on the things you want to do outside of work such as like hobbies or maybe exercising all of your time is spent at work and I don't think that's okay and I will totally admit that I'm the biggest hypocrite of this because that's literally most of the time how I structure my days but at the same time I also have parts of my day where I will 
work for a few hours, take a really long extended break, and then get back into work. So it, I guess it kind of balances out, but I definitely notice on the days where I do nothing but work straight, I'm exhausted. I'm just like, oh my god, I have to get up and do this again tomorrow. So it's just kind of this super draining thing and you can get sick from it, you get stressed, you don't get enough sleep. So I think definitely one of the downsides and the other one is you're really only defined by one thing and that's your work and then it just becomes who you are. Like you're going to be known for, oh, this person just works all the time and you're multidimensional and you need to practice that in your day-to-day -day life. Like have other interests. You know, I have some friends who kind of fall into this trap and I'm just like, you are so much more than the worker you are in your day-to-day -day life. And you got to practice that. So hustle culture, you know, while it can be awesome in terms of like getting stuff done, it also has like a really dangerous downside, especially when it comes to your quality of life. So if you're up at 5 a.m. and don't log off until 10 p.m., you know, doing nothing but working straight, that's kind of the epitome of not having a really quality life and something that's really balanced. But you have to ask yourself, does that make you happy? Does that make you the person you want to be and the quality of life that you actually want? And for most of us, it's really not. It's not the quality of life that we attain. Sure, we might want to get up early and maybe go to the gym or something, but we don't want to get up and go straight to the computer and just dive into work for the day, all day, without, you know, doing anything else. I mean, we want to be able to sleep and we want to have time to relax and we want to have time to see friends. So this is, is when the hustle is bad, is when you don't make time for anything else but working because you think you're going to get ahead from it. I'm not saying you have to, you know, completely have a social life. But maybe, you know, you can see your friends like once a week and that totally won't hurt you. It'll kind of give you a stress relief. Like for me, it totally gives me kind of that like stress relief to like catch up with friends or see what they're doing or even have them inspire me in most cases. And it will also help you reduce your stress levels and it be better for your mental health. Like you don't want to feel overworked. You don't want to feel pressured or else, you know, you won't be good in the long term you won't feel good about where you are or your body will just feel burnt out and you'll just feel sick and depressed and sad so it's all about kind of just doing what's good for you and if that's not hustling then you don't have to hustle no one is telling you that you have to hustle most of the time it's just pressures that we put on ourselves and Again, I'm totally guilty of this. Like, I totally put a lot of pressure on myself to perform and do these things because of, like, where I want to go. And sometimes I really fall into the trap of hustle culture. But have less pressure on yourself to perform and meet these crazy standards and expectations. If you don't do that, then things aren't just aren't fun anymore. Let's say you have a passion project you're doing, like this podcast for me, for example, where... You know, for me, if I'm putting so much pressure on, oh, I have to like do this, this and this with the podcast and oh, I have to spend hours and hours like recording and editing and all this stuff, then eventually it won't become fun for me anymore. And I started it because I wanted something fun to do. 
But when it doesn't become fun, then you just don't want to do it anymore. And I feel like that's why, you know, some YouTubers and stuff will take breaks because they put too much pressure on themselves to put out X number of videos a week or reply to their comments or post Instagram or just constantly be online and stuff. And it leads them to a lot of burnout and then just wanting to take extended breaks because they're just not loving what they're doing anymore. And I don't think you ever want to get to that point where whatever you're doing isn't fun anymore. Sure, your day job is a little bit different because there's multiple reasons why you might not like your day job anymore, whether it's, you know, you can't move up or, you know, there's a toxic workplace or something like that. But if you like your job, but just burnt out because you're devoting yourself to working all day, every day, then that's different. And then kind of going along with that, you know, hustle doesn't equal better performance. I don't think, at least. You know, I think there's a difference between grinding and hustling. Like, to be honest, if you're constantly working, it doesn't also mean that the quality of your work is better than someone who isn't working that much. I think that quality is always better than quantity. So maybe you can get something done, you know, in a fraction of the time and it's better than somebody who's like, okay, let me just like get a gazillion things done and see like where it goes and all that. So I think that quality is always better when it comes to that because you want to eventually show that the quality of your work is better and it doesn't necessarily have to be an output of 15 hours worth of work. So, and then it also gets into like time management, which I'll definitely have to cover in another episode because that's a whole other issue in and of itself. But sometimes I think you also need that downtime to kind of re-inspire you and help you churn out a better quality of work. I end up doing this a lot. Like if I'm really stuck on something, I'll be like, okay, like let me watch an episode of TV. Let me clean my kitchen. Let me do a chore essentially and kind of get my mind refocused on it. And it ends up helping me just to kind of distance myself from it. And I feel like I have a better quality of work when I end up doing that. And so it doesn't necessarily prove that, you know, relaxing and not working is a bad thing. In some cases, it can end up benefiting your work as opposed to hindering it. So I recommend if you are kind of in that boat and just uninspired, like take a break, go on a walk, go work out, go run an errand or something, just something to get away from the work and then come back to it. But long story short, I think you can just be as successful, if not more, if you're not hustling all the time. I don't believe that the more work you put in, the better off you'll be. I feel like it's the right type of work that you're putting in, the better off you'll be. And I don't always think you need to accomplish more to end up being successful, even though oftentimes we think we do. We think we need to do a gazillion things and never be at home and whatever. Some of us are like that. Like, I know so many people who are like, okay, let me go from like thing A to thing B to thing C. Whereas I'm not. I'm just like, okay, like I'm going to go home for the night and, you know, maybe just relax. I've had a long day you know, sort of thing. So, and I also think that's probably introvert, extrovert type of personality. But yeah, I'm not that person and I'm trying more to be less 
of a hustler and more of like doing the right things as opposed to how much I can do because again it's up to us and how much we want to accomplish but we don't want to overdo it to where we end up you know not giving an adequate amount of work to the things that we love doing because in order to have time for everything that we want to do everything has to be done in equilibrium and for me I I think I would say do everything at like 90-ish percent capacity so then I don't get burnt out going hard for every single thing that I'm doing because I want to have the stamina because at the end of the day it's a marathon not a sprint you want to have time to do all of the things and not you know feel rushed or feel like you have to stay up late every night like go to sleep read a book go to sleep there's no harm and no foul in just taking 30 minutes or even an hour just to unwind and kind of put your mind at ease and get ready for the next day. For me, my ideal evening routine looks like that. Like I shut off usually at like 10. I get into my bed. I showered. I pull out my good book. I read for 30 minutes to an hour depending on how early I get into bed and how tired I am. That's an example of where, for me, I say to hell with the hustle. But then you have the issue of goal setting. And I think this is kind of a tricky subject because I know a lot of people are constantly working to achieve their goals. I know people want to put time on their calendars to work on something for an hour or so. But do it in moderation. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing that you want to work on your goals. Sometimes you need to do a little work to get where you want to go but not so much to where it doesn't become something you want to achieve anymore because it seems too impossible. So there's kind of like that fine line between working to achieve something and overworking. And I think that's kind of the whole point of this podcast is really how to balance that line between overworking and working just enough. And like I kind of mentioned before, the more you hustle, the less fun something becomes you don't want it to be that and especially with goals um like maybe you want to take a class or you know work on a creative project or something but you don't want to constantly be enthralled by work to where you're like oh well you know I don't have time for this I should just bail on it sort of thing when it comes to goals only do what you love and when you want to do it like because most things in life realistically are optional that happy hour with your co-workers is optional if you want to go back to school, that's optional. If you want to start a new project, that's optional. So you have a lot of choices in your life and it's kind of just up to you as to what those choices are and how you want to balance your time and how much you want to hustle realistically. For me, I've had that struggle of, you know, making choices like what I did yesterday. I had a choice between okay, I'm going to get some more action items done or I'm just going to relax and enjoy the rest of my Sunday. And of course, as we know, I made the latter decision, but I should be okay with that decision. I shouldn't be ruminating or regretful of that decision because, oh, I could have been doing something else when I just wanted to sit. And I think sometimes your body knows you better than your mind does. And so sometimes your body is just like, yeah, I need to sit down or you need to just rest, or even a lot of times like when you come down with the sickness, 
I think it's your body's way of telling you, yeah, you need to slow down. At the end of the day, you need to go with the flow. Like some things might take more time than you intended to and that's okay. And we're only human and we have the same number of hours in the day as Beyonce. So if you have to put something off, there's always tomorrow. There's always the weekend. There's always next month. So it's not the end of the world to get something done because you kind of create your own deadlines, but things change. Like you never know what your life will bring from the moment you wake up to when you go to bed. You could almost be a whole different person in the span of 15, 16, 17 hours. I've had these moments where, you know, I wake up having one expectation and I go to bed with something completely different happening. So you kind of just have to be open to change and just kind of go with that change. What does this mean for your ideal life? So you kind of just need to think about what you want out of your life. Do you want to have that balance? Do you want to just work? Do you want to cultivate relationships? You need to think about, you know, how it benefits to yourself. If you're like working yourself to death, if you're feeling stressed or overworked or you get sick frequently because you're not letting yourself sleep or relax, you need to think about, is that worth it in the end? Is your quality of life and how you feel worth all the work that you're putting in? And most of us want, you know, the latter, we want to feel rejuvenated and balanced and have time for all the things. And we aren't going to regret working more in the end. We're going to regret the things that we missed out because we were working. Maybe a friend's birthday or, you know, a child's sporting event or just something. You're going to miss a chance to make memories and, you know, you shouldn't let yourself. Don't let yourself miss out on all the important memories and chances to create memories with important people because you're just focused on the work. Take the time if you're waiting for a meeting, maybe listen to a podcast or read a book or something. Don't pull out your laptop and see, oh, can I reply to emails or, oh, I should be working on this document or something. Let your mind have a rest for a few minutes, whether it's playing a game on your phone or texting a friend or something. Just allow yourself that time to have that flexibility. So one of the recommended reading books when it comes to hustle culture and stuff is To Hell With The Hustle. Many of you may have heard of it. I've heard of it a lot. With the people I follow, it's on my reading list, so I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But the idea intrigues me. And essentially, it's the author working to give you advice to bring the richness back into your life so you're not feeling overworked, burnt out, depressed, sad. You get more of a quality out of life by slowing down and taking the time to create memories with people and to do things that you love essentially. So it's definitely next on my reading list. Right now I'm reading CRC and I also have The Secret Lives of Colors, which I'm super excited for, but eventually it will get there. It's on my list at least for the year. So of course I'll probably have a book review. That coming soon, probably on my blog. But I think it's important. I think that, you know, really recognizing hustle culture and maybe you're a victim of it or maybe you fall into the trap of doing it. Just maybe now is the time to just reevaluate your life and where you want to be and thing like that. And it doesn't necessarily mean giving up on your goals and your long term plan. I think it just means readjusting and doing it in a healthier way 
to where that you can enjoy life and still get what you want out of it and achieve your goals. So with that, that is all I have on today's topic, hustle culture. So I really hope that you all enjoyed this episode of podcast and kind of leave you with a little bit of food for thought as to how hustle culture affects your own life. So with that, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.